You're listening to the Prophetic Mouth Podcast, the show that brings you exciting and hard-hitting topics ranging from spirituality to relationships. And here's your host, yours truly, Prophetess May. Happy New Year, Prophetic Mouth followers. Thank you for tuning in today for this episode, um, which is about your loved ones visiting you um, from beyond. Can they visit you in a dream? Okay, to be exact, because we're not going to talk about, you know, them coming to visit you, you know, and showing up, you know, in your house or whatever. We're talking about dreams today, and we're going to go into that. I just want to say, you know, just to say this right now. I'm not going to re- I'm not going to make reference to the King James Bible, okay? The King James version of the Bible is just that a version. There are other um versions of the Bible like the NIV and we also have an Ethiopian Bible which is 800 years older than the King James, okay? A lot of people don't know that. And I ask myself sometimes why that Ethiopian Bible is not popular um, why is why don't people refer to that instead of the King James? Well, I believe it's because, first of all, I don't think they interpret the entire Bible, but uh, some of the books like Enoch and um, there's another one, I can't think of it right now, you know, just look for yourself, the Maccabees. Um, I believe that if that Ethiopian Bible was translated, that we will see uh, a whole different aspect of religion. Okay, to me, the King James Version is um, made to control. That's just how I feel. But anyways, after reading some of the books of Enoch, you know, I began to understand angels much more, Um, you know, just by, you know, getting a hold of those books. And my brother, my oldest brother sent it to me. And um, it changed my life because he knew I was seeing angels and he knew the angels was, you know, coming to me in dreams and also when I'm awake. And I was kind of, you know, like confused about it. And he sent me, you know, um, some books, sent me a book, I'm sorry. And this book uh, had multiple books inside of it. And one of them was a book of Enoch. What is the name of it? It's called um, The Books of Enoch. And it really, I mean, it changed my, per- my perception, um, you know, of angels. And so let me just jump into, um, can your loved ones visit you from the dead? Yes, minds do. My mother, when she first passed away, I was 23 years old. No, 22. I'm sorry, 22 years old. I had just had my son. She passed away October the 4th. I gave birth to my son October the 21st, 1988. My mother passed away October the 4th, 1988. And for two weeks, every night when I would fall asleep after I would, you know, give him his last feeding, she would come to me for two weeks. She came to me and she would just tell me things. One of the things she told me was Maybell, money is not everything. Money ain't everything. I know that that's one of the things that stuck with me. And I remember that. And she would tell me different things. And we would always be like in a in my in my kitchen that I grew up in. And she would just be just pouring wisdom into me because I was the youngest. And, you know, everybody else, except for me, me, my sister, and my uh, my brother, Timmy, who was the youngest three, we didn't have her as, you know, as long as they did. And she would just minister to me. And I felt, I, even though I missed her, to me, that was a nurturing, like, you know, she knows she needed to, to be there for me, you know, and she did. God allowed her to be there for me. 
after that, she didn't, she wouldn't come to me unless I was really stressed out. And then she would come to me in a vision and she never talks. That's the thing. Except for that one time when she, when, um, after I had my son, she came to me for two weeks, she would talk, but in the rest of the visions, she would never, you know, her mouth would never talk. I could, you know, like hear her, you know, like tele telepathically, but she would not speak to me audibly except for that first time. And, you know, here recently she's been coming around a, a lot. And I know it's because we're definitely in the end time and God had been giving me some instructions. And a lot of times when I hear these instructions, you know, I listen and I obey and my mother would come like to make sure, you know, like he allowed my mother to come to make sure that I listen and obey. So, you know, the last time she came, it was in a dream that I had and that dream quite disturbed me. It was before uh, they came, you know, before the CDC recognized this second variant that they say is now attacking children. And the vision I had, it was a lot of dead children. The dream I had, it was all over so many children that was on the beach and, you know, it disturbed me when I saw it. And then in that vision, my mother um, appeared to me, you know, in that vision, but she didn't talk. But it was something that I was doing, you know, like for warfare. It's like when I go into warfare, I have these praise hoops and praise flags. I have created some praise hoops and I have praise flags that I would just, you know, listen to the music and I would just go into, you know, like a warfare with the praise, you know, hoops and the um flags. And in the dream I was doing it and she was standing there and she was smiling and somebody was singing. And she was letting me know, you know, that you need to keep doing that, you know. And so when you feel sometimes that words are just not enough, just go into your praise with your, your flags and your and your hoops because it's warfare. And I know it's warfare uh, when I do that. It's serious warfare. Um, being on the Prophetic Mile on Facebook, and we now have 25,000 followers over there, a lot of times there are people who are evil, um, who will practice the dark arts, will come over there and they feel threatened by me um, because sometimes I'll release prayers that will break um, spells. And then they will try to attack me. And, you know, there has been, you know, incidences where they tried to come to me in the spirit, in the dream, and try to attack me. And, you know, the Lord sent the archangel Gabriel um, to protect me uh, once. One time, I don't know how she did it, but the Lord showed me what to do so it won't happen again. And I go into that later on. Um, it was a witch, and she told me what the name of her uh, coven, I think it's called a coven, what the name of her coven was. And um, she said, where are your protectors now? And then all of a sudden I saw, and and don't tell me, you know, I don't know. He didn't say his name. He came out of the darkness and it was an angel. And he said, he didn't say, he didn't say his name. He said, are you okay? And then I looked at his eyes and his eyes was just the most unusual, beautiful at the same time piercing I ever seen in my life and then um I was like yeah you know we're speaking telepathically and something said his name this is Gabriel and then he took his finger and he pointed towards her and gold shot out his finger and he disintegrated her right in front of me and I remember I opened my eyes and then I was knocked back out I mean I mean it was like for hours I was knocked back out and I researched it was saying because when you see that angel and it was in a bible someone had saw that angel and they slept for three days and so um it was a very traumatic experience but I the Lord let me know what to do but so they can't pull me out in the spirit realm I've had a witch 
pull me in the spirit realm. And she was showing me, um, and this was before I knew what to do to protect myself, for they can't pull me out in the spirit realm. She was showing me, um, you know, a seductive move. She said, you, if, you, if you do this, this walk, she said, you can seduce and get any man you want. And I'm like, I have a husband. You know, and it was almost like, you know, um, you know, she let me see the sexuality. You know, um, they use sexuality a lot to control, um, you know, when it come down to men and stuff. And then she, it was, it was horrible. I go into that again. I don't know. I don't want to get off subject because that's another topic. But the dreams, yes, I've had different dreams where I believe we're out of body. And for me, it's it's hard because the way. That God uses me, he uses me and I travel through different dimensions and I research and they call a person like me a revealing prophet. Okay. And so a revealing prophet is someone that God will use uh, time. Time don't uh, make a difference when he, when he dealing with a, a, a revealing prophet, because he would take you through different dimensions of time and different levels of heaven and hell. And, you know, so for me, when I have a vision, it could be a vision, but it could be out of body. Okay. Even though I'm sleeping. So, you know, I just want to make that, you know, uh, clear. So for you all, not to confuse you all, I'm just going to say a dream. Okay. Or a vision. Um, but there was one particular, uh, dream and, uh, my mother, um, it came to me and my father and not only them, it was like my whole family, which I'm the youngest of 11. My mother gave birth to, I believe it was 14. Some of them died at birth, uh, or 15. And, um, I'm the youngest of 11 and all of us that were still living was in this place, looked like a, uh, uh, their condo or whatever. And my parents were there and I don't know what it was, but it was something that had to happen for all of us to be there. All of us. And, you know, we talked to my father. I talked to my father and I saw my mother and she was so beautiful. She looked like she was in her 30s. And I remember my brother, after, you know, I told my brother a dream. He asked me what did my mother look like. And I told him which one of my sisters and brothers she looked like. He said that was how she looked when she was younger. Because my oldest brother is 82 years old. Okay, and there's a 30-year um uh, distance between, uh, he and I in age. And so, um, you know, when he asked me that, cause of course, when I saw my mother, you know, she, you know, she gave birth to me when she was like 48 or 50. Okay. And my dad was like 55. So, um, you know, I've seen, I, I didn't see her except for pictures when she was, you know, when she was younger. So that this was confirmed to him. Yep. That was her. And I don't know why, but some particular reason, I just believe that we all had to be there and they, they wanted to pray for protection or something. I felt like they, they didn't say a prayer, but I remember being there laughing and talking. And then she said, okay, y'all got to go. And then you know, we didn't want to go, but then it was like, she said, y'all got to go. You can't stay here. And then we, and then we all just like vanished. Now I know that was a dream because none of my sisters and brothers are cognizant of the fact that they were there, you know, so they didn't, you know, they didn't say, yeah, I had that dream too. Now I have had a sister, um, my sister Rosemary, she and I would have dreams and we'd be on this cruise ship and I would tell her I was on a, a cruise trip. She said, maybe I just had that same dream. So she and I both can have, you know, be at the same place and have the same dream the same night. But this particular one, 
it didn't happen. So, but I believe it was a prayer for our protection during this coronavirus. I believe they, they wanted us in there for that reason. Um, so, you know, I'm just going to say that God work in mysterious ways. Don't discredit your dreams. Okay. When a loved one come, don't think about the King James version. Just keep in mind the King James version is just a version of the Bible. We have the NIV version and we have an Ethiopian Bible. Okay. So, you know, and I said before, it's 800 years older than the King James. And, you know, so don't, don't just keep letting that Bible you know, like make you question what's happening with you. You know, I serve God. I don't serve anybody but God. And a lot of these things were happening to me out of body. Um, you know, I would be, um, you know, my gift was, you know, seemed like it was getting stronger and sharper. And then I didn't realize, you know, until I re until I started studying that I was a revealing prophet, you know? So, you know, a lot of people don't know that it was like, well, who is she? And what did, you know, how come her, you know, she must be this, she must be that. Okay. You can call me whatever you want. You can call me a clairvoyant. You can call me a psyche. I don't really care what you call me. I know who I am. Years ago, when I first got diagnosed with fibromyalgia, I had to, you know, retire from the police department early. And in between waiting for, you know, um, you know, my funds, you know, my, you know, the money for, you know, disability to kick in from, you know, um, everything, I had to um, supplement my income. And so um, I got online with an uh, agency and I was out well, with a company and I called myself the prophets for you. And also, um, I, I said I was a dream interpreter. Okay. So people would come to me. There were people that was on that site that were clairvoyant or psychics. Um, and you know, I was a dream interpreter. So that was my title. When people would come to me, um, you know, they would say, you know, well, they would ask me things and then I would just start writing and it was like, okay, the word got out that she's just not a dream interpreter. She's off to, she's off also gifted. Okay. In the Christian community, um, they call me a uh, prophetess. People who don't know anything about, um, uh, the Christian community would not refer to me as a prophetess. They refer to me as a clairvoyant, you know, or they may even refer to me as a seer or they may refer to me as a psychic. Now, let me just say this, the word psychic, okay, um, means that you have the ability to see beyond, um, the normal. Okay. A lot of times when people hear the word psychic, they be like, oh, this person connected to Satan, they connected to this. And maybe some of them are, but there are some people that's not. As a matter of fact, there is some people online that call themselves Christian psychics because they don't use the word prophet. They think that prophet is too holy, even though they're gifted, they're born gifted. They had this gift in like five generations, okay, in their family, they call themselves Christian psychics. Now, I'm not going to sit up here and I'm not going to condemn anybody because I'm not God because when the Lord told me to get on that website, that webpage, you know, in that company and start working. Okay. Um, to get money for myself as a um, dream interpreter. Um, I'm not ashamed of that. I'm not ashamed of that. The Bible said he didn't win his souls is why. So when they come to me, they realize everything that I talked about, you know, the root of it was God. Okay. Um, so at one point at one company, um, they wanted to test me and I was like, okay, test me, you know? And so, um, they had someone to call me 
And um, I did a test. She asked me some questions, and she said, okay, you have psych abilities. Okay, and I was like, okay, um, I consider myself a prophetess with this. They be, be your name, prophetess for you. But we don't test you to say you are a prophet. We test you to see if you're a clairvoyant or you have psych abilities. Because psych abilities is that there's stuff you could not know uh, within the normal range, your senses. Okay, so that's the test they gave out. Um, and, you know, that company was very good to me for many, many years. And I call myself the prophetess for you, and I still have that name. Uh, so, you know, I just want to say that, you know, when you come across uh, and you have dreams and you have visions, just know, okay, that, you know, it's, it's, it's happening and you're not the only one, okay? Um, you know, God will use angels to come to different ones and visions and dreams and he can use angels. He can use your loved ones who are now angels, okay? And that's the key thing. People say, okay, well, um, you're not supposed to communicate with the dead, okay, but they're not dead. They're they're in heaven. They're with God, okay, so, and you're not summing them up. You're not calling them up. You're not doing any type of seances or anything. You know, they're coming to you in your dreams while you're asleep, and they're coming and they're telling you messages and giving you encouraging messages, and I don't see anything wrong with that. Like, again, like I'm going to say this again, a lot of people like to refer to, to the King James and talk about how, uh, I think it was Saul that went to the Witcher in indoor and and pulled up and, and, and summoned up um samuel and samuel said and i'm paraphrasing you know who who disturbed me out of my sleep okay so yes they can 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 come and talk to you but when you um don't uh, summon them up and they come to you in your dreams and visions that's god allowed okay god allowed that okay so it's a difference between having a seance and there's a difference between a, a lord allowing your loved one to come to you and um you know and, and tell you things or to just tell you that they love you i'll never forget many many years ago um, my bishop when i was in the church of god in christ um his name was bishop j.o patterson and it was the last convocation before he died. And he was talking about how his wife came to him. He wasn't asleep. If you look it up, you can find it. The last um, uh, sermon of Bishop J.O. Patterson. And he said it was his birthday. And his wife came to him. He was in a hotel room. And his wife uh, came to him for his birthday present and was telling him some things. He wasn't asleep. He said, and she uh, began to answer some questions, but some things she couldn't talk about. And when I heard that, I was like, okay. You know, all my life, my brother, when he rest in peace, Timmy, that's his name, he would see spirits. And, you know, my parents would tell him, you know, oh, be quiet, you know, this and that and the other. But we believed him because, again, in, you know, in our religion, we were taught that you couldn't communicate with the dead, but they was coming to him, okay? They were they were coming to him, and he wouldn't communicate with them, but he could see them, okay? He was born with a veil over his eyes, okay? He could see them. My son, when he was two years old, could see spirits. And my brother, he was living with me at the time. He said, maybe. I said, what? He said, he said he could see spirits. He said, Devon could see spirits. I was like, what? He said, yes, he can. And I was like, okay, you tripping, whatever. Sure enough. It was about maybe shortly after that, my son was pointing and telling me, man, man. And then I would ask him how the man would look. And then he would do his face a certain way, you know, and he would try to describe it. He was just like two or three. And I prayed and I prayed and I said, Father, please take this away from him. He's too young. And you know that the Lord took that away from him until he got 18. And when he got 18, it came back and it came back with a vengeance, okay? And so he do, he's, he, he sees spirits as well. And he asked the Lord, please, you know, just 
you know, I can't deal with this right now, you know, because he, you know, went to law school and he, you know, trying to have his business, his practice. And he was like, you know, I can't, I can't deal with this, you know, I can't have both of them. And so the Lord, again, you know, like moved it to the, to the side for him. It's like, if you ask God, he would do it. Okay. He would do it. He still has a gift, but that seeing spirits and stuff like that, it happened to him at law school. And, um, he asked God, please take it away from me. He was at law school. He was with some other students. And all of a sudden he said, this man came walking towards him. And he said, he jumped out the way and said, okay, excuse me. You know, and then everybody was looking at him and they was like, what are you, who are you, what are you saying? And he was like, no, he realized that nobody saw the man. Okay, and then um he began to research, you know, the, the place where he went to law school at, and he realized how, you know, it was a spiritual, a very spiritual place. So um I'm just going to say God work in mysterious ways. Do not dismiss your visions and your dreams because loved ones can visit you in your dreams. I hope that this has helped you. Listen, if you have something that you want to say, you can easily uh, click on the um, leave a message, audio message, and we are perhaps play your audio message and your experience of a dream. Um, or even you can send it to me if you don't want to leave the audio message at, at beyond this world, the number two, the letter U at gmail.com. Again, it's beyond this world, the letter two, the lowercase U at gmail.com. Leave your um, vision or your dream that you had of a loved one, send me an email, shoot me an email, and I'll read it on a later, a later broadcast. Again, beyond this world to you at gmail.com. Thank you all for listening to this broadcast and have a blessed and prosperous year.